Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. With me today is CEO and CIO Chris Wallace. Welcome, Chris. It's good to be here, Dan. Chris, good to have you back. Um, and we're going to kick off with the first topic. It's something we've, we've gone through a few times this year and saying, you know, as much as we discussed the banking struggles in the first quarter, um, here we are, the regional bank index, it's rallied about 20% so far here in July, um, which makes banks, uh, which means banks have now retraced about half their losses since the beginning of the year. Um, is the war, is the move warranted? And what is next for the banking sector? Yeah, I actually think the move is warranted. The concern coming out of the banking crisis was that there was going to be um, sustained pressure on deposit flight and clearly a rise in the cost of deposits. And what we really started to see with the quarterly earnings releases was that the the pressures on deposits from a deposit cost standpoint and rising interest rates being paid on deposits came out just as expected. It's clearly rising and will likely continue to rise. But what we saw is more stability out of deposits in general, and that's not to say that people aren't using wholesale funding and playing games at the end of uh, the quarter to, to dress up their balance sheets. That's clearly occurring. Um, but it, it did show some stability, and while loan growth continues to slow, the, the level where banks were trading down, you know, some down 40%, some down 60%, uh, they just needed to reprice. They needed to reprice with the idea that with a quarter behind them, some stability in deposits, they can now start to reprice their loan book and over the next couple of quarters find a little bit more balance and become a, um, a, take some of the pressure off the net interest margin. So overall, you know, not that bank earnings were stellar, not that they're out of the woods, um, they still got to start dealing with the upcoming credit losses, and that it will be something we experience through really beginning early 2024 and beyond. And loan, loans are clearly going to continue to decline, and, and bank credit availability is, uh, or loan availability out of the banking sector is going to continue to decline. So a lot of pressure still in front of us. Um, and I'm not even going to say the worst case scenario has been taken off the table. It's just with what we're seeing right now, that stability in the deposit base, let's reprice them up 20%. And now they're kind of even money trades, uh, you know, 20% up, 20% down. And then we just have to let the rest of the cycle play out. And uh, another area of, of where we've seen some stability is, is actually in GDP, uh, which we saw uh, came in stronger than expected. Um, so, you know, just quickly, what, what drove the strength of the GDP number, and should we expect GDP to reaccelerate from here? Yeah. So it was interesting. We did see GDP reaccelerate. Um, the underlying factor that drove it was a big increase in investments. And, you know, a lot of that's probably clearly in and around aerospace, in and around some of the other fixed investment and that was by far the largest contributor. Uh, consumption continued to decline. Um, uh, government services continued to decline. So it was really driven by just an outsized move in investment. And, you know, investment was negative in the prior quarter, 2.2. It was positive, not quite 1%. So that three percentage point swing going from a big negative to a slight positive 
um, is really what drove the strength. The underlying trends are, are just crystal clear that we're going to continue to see slowing. We're clearly in an industrial recession. Uh, consumption of goods is, is starting to decline and will likely also enter a recession. It's just really hard to have a services-based recession, and I don't think we'll get there. And then once we start moving into the fourth quarter, you're going to start to see uh, a larger decline out of government expenditures just from base effects. So, no, I don't think we're set to see an increase in GDP. The other underlying element to the strength in the real GDP number was the inflation factor dropping almost in half. <clears throat> and we're not going to see that again uh, as we move through the back half of the year. In fact, it may reverse modestly just with base effects and the movement we've seen over the last six to eight weeks with oil prices. So um, I think I think we have more moderation in GDP out of us, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you're transferring over to maybe a little more portfolio-specific question. Um, you know, we've noticed that you've reduced cash uh, in the small cap value strategy you know, fairly significantly over the last eight weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, is this your way of demonstrating that it's time to, to further embrace risk inside the market? Yeah, I, I guess the... You know, our message all year has been that <clears throat> you were going to get the opportunity to deploy more cash and take on more risk as we got into the third quarter and the fourth quarter of the year. So there is an element of that. Um, some of what, we done, we, what we've done is really more on a sector rotation basis. And so, you know, we had lightened up in the energy sector beginning in June of 22 and again in the, I think it was the late third, early fourth quarter. Um, and uh, in mid-June of this year, we went in and almost doubled some of our energy weightings. And a lot of that has everything to do with the setup for oil prices, and now we're starting to see that come through with higher oil prices. And so that ele- that is definitely an element of more of a risk on. At the same time, you know, we've been taking money out of industrials. We've been taking money out of areas uh, that have performed extraordinarily well and you know there's just not a lot of of upside left over the near term and again kind of redeployed that back into areas that have been under pressure all year so overall yeah we've you know it is time to start looking at taking more risk i just really want to highlight you know as an investor um, there's a lot of elements pointing to some potential volatility in this october period this year it's seasonally weak. The earnings aren't going to be great. We're going to bring down estimates one more time. The liquidity that has been provided out of the reverse repo will be moderating fairly significantly. So we'll look for that kind of time period as well. It will always be opportunistic between now and then. But I do think we're going to embrace any downside volatility as we move through the third and fourth quarter and start to deploy it and get prepared for the next move, which we hope will certainly be higher. All right, good deal. Well, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, Always good to have you, and we will see you soon. Sounds good, Dan. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts 
presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws. Securities discussed within this podcast may be held in the Von Nelson Strategies.